the platform. Step up and speak out. It is a good evening. The station is ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, the hottest radio in town. The name is Larry Created Eye on this episode of The Platform. With you until half past the hour of 8 o'clock here. And uh, if you can want to listen to us over the internet, it's www.zfmstereo.co.zw. But uh, on uh, normal terrestrial, broadcasting out of Harare, where the frequency is 106.4. Uh, from my hometown in Bulawayo, that is 106.7. Uh, Victoria Falls, 106.5. Kariba, 105.3. And I'll be giving you more frequencies as we go through the show. Of course, uh, you can um, also go on Twitter and follow us at ZFM Stereo, facebook.com forward slash ZFM Stereo, and, and of course, we're all over YouTube and all those places. And today, I want to talk about crime and law enforcement. I've got a very great guest who is in here, someone who's best placed to answer some of your questions. Some of the questions, we'll put them out on our social media channels, or rather, we'll put out a call for questions from social media channels, and uh, some of them will be accepting calls. Uh, in the next 30 minutes, I'll be start accepting your calls to answer those questions. Before I introduce the guest, let me give you a background. Law enforcement and justice, uh, uh, criminal justice professionals are some of the most essential people today within our neighborhoods and across the greater nation. These are the officers that give justice to those who have committed crimes. It also involves uh, preventing and detecting crimes as well as identifying, detaining, Charging and rehabilitating criminal uh, law enforcement is uh, and and it's, it's an essential piece of the uh, of the criminal justice system. Law enforcement, much like it sounds, means enforcing laws and maintaining order to keep the greater public safe. Uh, law enforcement agencies, such as the police departments, have the core responsibility of uh, safeguarding their communities, inflicting the law, um, in, uh, inflicting the law, and uh, arresting or reproving those who go against it. So given that background, with so many things happening at the moment with a rise in crime and all sorts of things, we decided to get into the studio, Assistant Commissioner uh, Paul Nyati, who is the National Spokesperson for the Zimbabwe Republic Police. Thank you very much for joining me this evening. Uh, thank you, Larry. Uh, good evening, listeners. Uh, so uh, just to give us uh, from the beginning, uh, give us an overview of uh, the current state of uh, policing in Zimbabwe. What is the current situation? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Larry. Uh, firstly, I just want to remind uh, Zimbabweans that uh, the Zimbabwe Republic Police is an arm of government. Uh, it has got uh, a constitutional responsibility in terms of Section 219 of the country's constitution to one, prevent crime, two, detect crime, three, arrest all criminal offenders. A four, protect life. A five, secure property. Six, ensure that uh, law and order is maintained throughout the country in whatever activity the people of Zimbabwe and the visitors will be undertaking. So basically, this is the responsibility which is bestowed on the Zimbabwe Republic Police. And in terms of... of, of, of uh, fighting crime we have got the police stations throughout the country police stations not only in urban setups police stations in rural areas police stations in farming setups we also have what we call police bases let's take for example say a station in 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 in, 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 in we might have a base 
in an area where we feel that uh, the distance which the people are walking to report their cases is a bit you know long so we establish a base which the which base then reports to the mother station in terms of handling all the cases all the reports which are made at this particular police base or a police post so given uh, such a scenario um what i would then want to ask going forward is to say the the, the first thing given the fact that you are responsible for the for this aspect the thing that we, we you want to take care of yourself first of all is the police officers themselves and the morale of, of the police officers across the entire police services was at her lowest ebb despite the demonstration of resilience and patriotism and further procrastination to redress the various challenges that the entire organization has the potential of collapsing uh, the policing system due to uh, increased uh, indiscipline in and poor service delivery this is from the Portfolio Committee, Committee on Defence, Home Affairs and uh, Security Services. The, uh, the co committee conducted an inquiry into the state of infrastructure and service delivery by the Zimbabwe Republic Police between October and November last year. Is there anything being done to improve the, the situation of the police uh, officers? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Larry. With the reference to the report by the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee, on defense, home affairs and security. It's correct, they did uh, make some visits to police establishments. They engaged the police command, who include the Commissioner General of Police, Commissioner General T.G. Matanga. Uh, they have engaged the Minister of Home Affairs and Cultural Heritage, Honorable Kazembe Kazembe. And they have also engaged the Honorable Minister of Finance and Economic Development, Professor Ngobe, so that some of the challenges, some of the concerns which they have noted are brought to the attention of Treasurer without delay. Yes, there might be challenges. These challenges are being addressed. They cannot be addressed in a one-day you know, scenario. They cannot be addressed in a month but uh, it's a long process and we've been assured by government including his excellency the president of the republic of zimbabwe president idim uh, nangagwa has made it clear that uh, the necessary resources have to be availed to the zimbabwe republic police that's why i'm saying it's a process and these resources when we speak of resources the resources they include motor vehicles they include fuel they include the uniform for police officers. They also include, uh, you know, accommodation uh, to make the job of the police officer easy. But one thing which is clear, Larry, uh, and which I want to make it known to Zimbabweans, policing is very expensive. Policing is not cheap. We require constant resources. Let's take, for example, the issue of fuel. You know, we need fuel to ensure that, one, police officers attend to road accidents. Police officers attend to medicines. Police officers attend to armed robbery, you know, uh, reports. And above all, suspects are taken to court so that they can face justice. So these are some of the issues which the government is grappling with on a daily basis. So, uh, I had a question from somebody who says, uh, which, you know, visa confidence to the, uh, when it comes to the public 
and the officer as well. And we've seen an increase in which people are openly disrespectful to police officers and also, I guess, it affects the, the, uh, the, the confidence of the officer as well. So given such a scenario, and I must uh, insist on asking this question this way, shouldn't this be top of the mind if we're going to maintain law and order in this country that these situations have to be addressed? Certainly, certainly. That's why I'm saying uh, the report by the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee on Defence, Human Affairs and Security has been brought to the attention of central government. And uh, some of these issues, it's a work in progress. Some of them have been addressed. But, uh, you know, let's take, for example, the issue of vehicles. Uh, since uh, 2018, his Excellency uh, President Yudim Nangago has provided vehicles to the police. Yeah, is there uh, an indication of how many vehicles have been provided? Yeah, I can safely say uh, nearly 200 vehicles have been provided. And, and, uh, and what, how many cars did uh, the police, the Zimbabwe Republic Police, have before that? And then what do, how many do we have now for a population of, say, 16, 17 million as we, we are becoming? For, for, for status... The Zimbabwe Republic Police require a vehicle fleet of over 7,000 vehicles so that each police station, each police base has a movable vehicle. But currently, the vehicle population which is in the Zimbabwe Republic Police, I can safely say is below 2,000. You can see the huge gap. And the vehicles which were provided uh, by the government since 2018, they have gone a long way in terms of ensuring that the mobility of police officers remains in place. However, we should also take note that once a vehicle is acquired, it needs to be serviced. Service in terms of you know fuel, service in terms of tires, and this again requires money. And also, some of the vehicles, they get involved in accidents because they move long distance. Remember, we've got some police stations. Let's take, for example, in Mashonal and West Province, where we have a police station like uh, Siakovu. Siakovu, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, far away from its district headquarters, district headquarters, which is Karoi. And from Karoi, you know, Larry, it's 210 kilometers away from Karoi. And uh, you have uh, the state of the road. Yes, the government is doing something, but the state of the road is so bad, such that that vehicle does not last for more than one year, two years. You see? So these are some of the issues which the police is facing, which the government is facing and trying to address. It's not only Siakov. We have got several police stations in such, in such a scenario. So what it means is these vehicles are allocated. After one year, two years, they need to be replaced. That's why we've got this gap where we're saying, in terms of a normal situation, we should be having at least 7,000 vehicles for the police. Uh, but uh, because of various challenges, we have uh, a vehicle population which is below 2,000. And there are several factors. Uh, one of the factors, yes, people they might try to dismiss, is the issue of sanctions. They've really affected policy. This is a fact. And also, you know, the issue of... Uh, various economic challenges which the country has gone through and we are hoping that uh, as the economy picks up some of these issues especially the issue of vehicles will be addressed the issue of uniforms will be addressed i'm happy to say the government has provided some funds for the acquisition of police uniform and uh, currently it's work in progress and uh, we are also 
you know, appealing to police officers that it, there are various work stations, there are provincial ordinance stores. Once they realize that uh, their uniform is worn out, they should approach the nearest ordinance so that they can be assisted. Even members of the public, if they see a police officer whom they feel that uh, his uniform is not giving a good image of the Zimbabwe Republic Police, they are free to engage police commanders at various levels so that some of these issues can be addressed. I'm happy we have had some commanders who have come forward, members of the public have come forward, and we have had to assist some officers on an urgent basis so that they acquire uniform. Oh, 0731168045, that's the number to get in touch with me on. Uh, someone says, uh, Assistant Commissioner, did you need this report in order to address the welfare of your members? Would you be acting if uh, if there wasn't this report? Uh, so the, so has the, that's the question. Did you need this report to be, to, to be there? Be- besides this report, uh, Larry, the Zimbabwe Republic Police Command uh, has been moving around. Uh, they have gone to all provinces to assess the situation. And every year, we have what we call annual inspections, which are conducted by provincial commanders. The reports are submitted to the Commissioner General of Police and the, for honours transmission to government. This is the process which has been undertaken. And some of the findings which were made by the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee are the same findings which were made by the Commissioner General of Police during his visit to provinces. So, uh, just one more thing. Somebody asked this question. I'm just trying to go back because we want to get as many of the questions that were asked by listeners. Uh, why, why, when we talk about ferrying police officers with our own vehicles and fuel to attend to a crime, the question is, what happens meanwhile when you haven't gotten the cars yet? You know, we want to thank members of the public. Uh, we have had corporate uh, support. Uh, firstly, His Excellency, the President of the Republic of Zimbabwe, President Idi Minangagwa, last year, this is on public record, he provided five high-powered vehicles, state-of-the-art vehicles, to fight Amdo Barakas in the country. He did not only stop at that, he, he also provided fuel, you know, over 300,000 liters of fuel to solely focus on fighting robber cases. And some of these resources, they were provided through His Excellency by corporate partners. And we are happy. We have had some companies, we have had some individuals who have come forward to say, I'm a responsible citizen. I want to contribute towards the policing of our country. They have acquired vehicles for the police. Some of them are providing fuels. Of course, I can't name specific companies. We and then we also have some crime lawyers and committees, where you find there is business, there is education. You know, there are various stakeholders who have also pulled resources together and provided vehicles to the police. But so, got, I, I want to ask a question about what happens meanwhile. We understand the contributions that have been made, but the question I want to ask is what happens meanwhile? Do we still ferry people uh, to, um, if, if, say, I call Avondale Police Station from here, or, well, the closest Highlands, and they say they don't have a vehicle, and you say it quite rightly, uh, quite correctly, that there they aren't enough vehicles at the moment. 
do we still have to keep ferrying people to to uh, to to uh, to, uh, to to crime scenes? That's why I'm saying it, it depends. You know, uh, most urban stations, most urban stations, they have vehicles which were allocated the last year. We've got uh, the uh, Renault, we've got the uh, Toyota Hilux vehicle, the Ravos, which were allocated. We also have other vehicles, the Nissan, Nissan NP300, uh, which were allocated some stations. Uh, so I can safely say to Zimbabweans, most urban stations have got vehicles. So that being said, you mentioned that there is a fuel problem that sometimes emanates. And I've been at a, at a scene of an accident as recently as a month, less than a month ago. And we had to go and ferry the police officers to come to the scene of the accident because they did not have fuel. So the question then becomes, what happens? Is that something that should happen at the moment? Because it's happening in the capital city. That's number one. And number two, how does it not open it up to the possibility that the, the person who committed the crime or was in the wrong when it comes to the uh, traffic accident could then use it uh, to, you know, you know, butter up the report that the poli- that the police could end up writing. Yeah, there, there, there are two scenarios, Larry, uh, which I also feel the public should understand. Uh, firstly, say we have a crime scene or an accident scene, you find that there are people who say, I don't want to wait for a long time. Why can I not go to the police station, pick an officer, the officer quickly attends to me, then I go away and attend to other issues. We've had people uh, in that scenario. We have come forward. Then uh, you also have people who say uh, you want the police to speed up investigations. I know you are inundated by several cases, but I'm willing. Personally, I'm offering you know my vehicle or I'm offering fuel so that the police can speed up investigations in my case. Then you also have a scenario whereby, uh, let's take for example, say you are at Avondale or one is at, 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 in Mabvuku, where you find that uh, somebody goes to make a report or reports an accident. Unfortunately, the vehicle has gone to attend another scene. So in that scenario, the person making the report or the person seeking assistance will then say, why can I not carry the officer to this scene? But we also appeal to members of the public to be very objective. When one gets involved in a particular incident, whether you are the one at wrong or not, to just allow the due processes of the law to be followed and not to compromise the standing of this public public policy. Yes, we have had such situations, they are very right, Larry, where somebody says, yes, I'm the one who is going to pick an office at the station, so the officer should take my side and make me right even if I'm wrong. We've had such reports, but I, I plead with the public to be very objective in the below abiding citizens. Oh seven three one one six eight zero four five. That's our WhatsApp number. Our call number is oh seven seven two one six eight zero four five. In the next uh, ten to fifteen minutes, I'll be opening up the phone lines on oh seven seven two one six eight zero four five. So you can ask questions directly. I want to move to the next thing um, that. Were they the, what are the crimes that uh, the, uh, that are we seeing right now? Uh, the nature of crimes being committed over the last ten years or so, and what aspects of our culture uh, are, are feeding into these crimes? 
You know, one of the major issues uh, which the police is uh, fighting is the armed robbery cases. I think you are quite aware that uh, His Excellency, the President of the Republic of Zimbabwe, uh, President Idim Nangagwa, last week during the burial of uh, Major General Retired Chanakira, he made it clear that uh, he was concerned with the upsurge, with the occurrence of armed robbery cases in the country. And we have had, uh, you know, scenarios where people have lost. Uh, I remember recently here at Newlands Shopping Centre with somebody last month, somebody reporting that he lost US 300,000 cash. We also had, uh, you know, in, in Southerton, a company which lost US $400,000 cash uh, when robbers uh, pounced. We've had people losing their money at home or even common premises. And our message is the police has been very clear. We are appealing. We plead with the public to bank money. The country is currently using a mild currency system. So we plead because, you know, one of the issues which we have had, uh, you know, Larry, is the leakage of information. Where you find that some of these armed robbery cases are taking place because information is leaking, leaking through company employees, leaking through people who are close to some of the company executives who are aware that uh, such and such company is having money in their safe. And when criminals come, surprisingly, they will target the spot where the money is kept. That's why we are saying we need to step up our security. Then we have had people who are moving around with thousands of money in their vehicles. In the process, they are targeted by criminals. But again, you cannot rule out the possibility of information leaking. Then we have had inside cases. We remember we have some banks. Of course, I can't name them here. Remember the Arari Children Road where US 2.7 million cash in transit was stolen. But again, it involved internal security. You remember we had this Arari Lawai Road which occurred in Konmara Gueru where people staged managed a robbery. And at the end of the day, they spent the night delivering you know, money, US 40,000, US 80,000 to their families, to their girlfriends. And uh, these are some of the issues the police are grappling with. Then we have got the issue of murder cases where you have, you know, some disturbing incident, Larry. Like, you know, today we had this report where, you know, a boyfriend was drinking beer with his girlfriend in Lawa, in Pumula, to be specific. They had a dispute. Then they had a scuffle. They went out of the bar, went to a nearby house. Somebody tried to assist to resolve the difference by the field. The man went on to take a kitchen knife, callously stabbed the woman to death and then sped away. And we are currently looking for him. So the issue of murder cases, you know, we, 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 we had the, 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 uh, another case in Kadoma where again a woman is, is in hospital critically injured after the husband, you know, chopped their legs, you know, head and other parts because there are differences. So these are the issues which the police is facing on a daily basis. And we have said people should respect the sanctity of human life, no matter the differences, no matter... You know, the form of dispute people have had, let us respect somebody's right to life and find peaceful methods, peaceful means of resolving differences. You know, one of the issues which I wish we are facing as the police, the issue of culture change, where you find that, uh, you know, people are now tending to behave as if individualism is more important than the collective, where people, they don't care anymore whether to spill blood or not. 
and some of the cases are taking place inside homes just imagine in the disturbing scenarios where even children are watching remember the the south Parkinson which occurred last week where a 16 year old boy was chopped to death and the 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 the, the, the body parts were put in a wheelbarrow yeah just imagine this is the kind of society which the police is policing where is ubuntu going into where is Uno going into so these are the issues which the police is fighting and also the issue of drug menacing yeah just imagine we, we used to have our country as a transit point in terms of drugs but now we are consumers and you know it's disturbing we arrest men we arrest you know women who are trading in mutoriro who are trading in Idaha, who are trading in in you know in, in what they call blood diamond in in terms of drugs and all other illicit substances and it's affecting the youth leading to crime leading to sexual abuse and so on then you also have the issue of um, child marriages which has again been debated which the government is you know taking a keen interest in terms of fighting and they we are calling upon society to have at least conscience yeah? where you find that uh, you know children are raped on their way to school or coming from school where you find that some children are kidnapped they're even killed so this is the kind of society which the zimbabwe republic police is living in is the policy that's why we are saying we can't police in isolation we need the cooperation of the public we need the support of the public and also even the church the church to lead by example unfortunately Larry, we've had some church leaders who have been arrested for committing rape cases for committing murder cases this is on record so that's why we are saying we need to self-introspect about the way we want you know crime to be tackled in our country 0731168045 that is our call number 0731 no, it's rather it's our whatsapp number i beg your pardon 0731168045 in the next five minutes or so i'll be opening the phone lines on 0772168045 uh, on this issue of uh, the, uh with the someone says i have two issues with the police what are the police doing about the drug issue in town so you told us that that is an issue it gives an example there are four ladies who sell drugs in the corner nelson Mandela and fifth they have they hide they even hide the goods under a an ice cream company's uh, team uh, school children are buying from them and secondly says can we have efficient an efficient way of tracking stolen f- uh, cell phones uh you report your case and you are uh, redirected to 10 places by the time the letter for search is approved your device w- will have vanished so those are two issues that uh known places and then uh what are you doing about that and secondly with the with the cell phone recovery uh, larry i want to thank uh the 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 the, the contribution on, on 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 drugs remember there's a ministerial task force which was set by cabinet to tackle the issue of drugs we have also had uh, stakeholders who have come on board who are combining we are working together with the police the ministry of health and child care and other stakeholders to conduct awareness campaigns and uh, you know every day we are receiving reports this morning i received a report about uh, drug peddling activities in the midlands and uh, we are even receiving reports about drug peddling activities in Harare, even in the avenues so we are working together with the stakeholders to monitor 
to effect arrest, but we also plead with the public to continue giving us information. We have taken note of this uh, corner, and I can't say much, but suffice to say, definitely investigations will be conducted. We've had uh, raids in Mbari, where we've arrested, like last week, we arrested over 16 people for drug peddling in Mbari. We've had, you know, raids in Bedbridge. Just imagine, people trying to come into the country with the drugs, including women, and they are currently appearing before the courts. We have had people who have been arrested at the international airport. Robert, uh, Robert Gabriel, some of them, they are foreigners coming into the country with cocaine. Yeah? Just imagine, yes, I'm telling the truth. Cocaine. You see, then we also have our own people who are also being used by international syndicates to traffic drugs into the country and out of the country. You see, so these are the issues which we I say, yes, arrests have been effected. Some cases are before the courts, but we want society, you know, to come on board, to work together, not only with the police, but with the various stakeholders so that we can deal with this menace of drugs. Oh, so and then you, on the issue of uh, cell phones, yes, I wanted to ask that. Uh, you know, I want to request the public uh, to say when you acquire your cell phone, please take note of the serial number. Some they say I M E I number. That number is very important, Larry. It assists in the event of, a stolen, of your phone getting stolen because we'll be working together with the service providers, the police. Don't work alone when we are dealing with the issue of... Uh, I don't think phone. that is the question. Mm-hmm. I think everybody is aware of, of the process that takes place. They're saying, uh, the, 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 the caller, I mean, the, the, the listener said, I get, when I go to the police station, I'm sent to multiple offices, and by the time I get the, uh, the letter for search and whatever the case may be, um, it's too late now. So th- that's the question that they're asking. So it's not the process that they're worried about, it's that it takes long. If there is such a scenario, we request the consent person to either con- request to see the officer in charge of that particular police station. If they are not assisted, they can request to conduct the officer commanding district or to phone the national complex district number, which is 0242 70360 or a WhatsApp number. I know WhatsApp is very convenient in such a scenario. Uh, 0712-800-197. 0712-800-198. Or Harare operations. Because there will be people on duty every hour, every minute. Uh, which is 0242-748836. I repeat, 0242-748836. Double eight three six. And I'm going to move to uh, my final question before we open the call uh, the, the call lines. I can see calls already trying to get in. There's been a story doing the rounds on social media about uh, coalition uh, coalitions for citizens coalition for change. I beg your pardon, activist Mo Blessing Ali, who was re- reportedly abducted and later found dead. What can you tell us about uh, regarding this issue? Uh, firstly, Larry, uh, it's a sad incident. Uh, something which is totally, totally uncalled for. This is a careless incident, a heinous crime of which I want to assure Zimbabweans we are hunting for the suspects who include Pius Jamba. And this is the official position of the Zimbabwe Republic Police. Irrespective of what the people are saying, 
we respect the opinion of the people we respect the views of the people but i want to assure zimbabweans that uh, we have been working with the family we have been working with other citizens we have you know offered to come forward so that we can unearth what actually transpired uh, there are several institutions which have been raised some are talking of you know a love affair i know some are talking about uh, politics but we have said all these issues aside let us focus on the on this settings and end ensure that uh, pious jamba is located so that we get to know what actually transpired what happened in this said incident so the question then becomes you say that there are insinuations of both sides are you exp- investigating both both leads in as far as that or have you decided to go with one um uh, what you call it with one um or so the, uh, the investigating both stories that you're talking about the politics and a love affair or have you decided that you're only going to pursue the love affair uh, account you know this is a matter which must be investigated whether people differ in a in, in a relationship whether people differ about certain views this is a matter which must be investigated until the truth is known until pious jamba is located whether dead or alive this i want to assure listeners this i want to assure zimbabweans this has been the position of the zimbabwe republic police from the onset a lot of whatsapp messages coming in we're going to take a quick break when we come back i'll be taking those phone calls um and let's continue the discussion we're talking about law enforcement of the law crime and law enforcement in the country if there are any questions you need to have a follow-up on what has already been said or if there are any concerns of your own uh, that you have that you need addressed i see a lot of people have been sending uh, specific stories to this uh to us saying could you attend what has happened to this particular story? Uh, we'll ask questions also from our WhatsApp our platform, but at the same time, I'll also uh, ask, uh, the, allow you via phone call to ask the questions that you need answered here on ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, the hardest radio in town. One, two, three. Love, it's the music we play all day. The station is still ZFM Stereo, my station, your station, the hardest radio in town. I'm in the studio with Assistant Commissioner Paul Nyati, who is the National Spo- uh, Police uh, Spokesperson. We are discussing uh, the status of crime in the country and uh, various issues. Also talked about the welfare of uh, members of the Zimbabwe Republic Police. Uh, I'm going to leave that question for for a little bit later, but because I want to get on to our first call Uh you're according to ZFM Stereo. What's your that was the question you want to? Uh, what's your name or what question do you want to ask uh, the uh, police commissioner? 
Uh, go ahead with go ahead with your question. My first question is the uh, Commissioner Nyati, uh, the allegations that the uh, ZRP is the most corrupt institution. That is the first question. And the other second question is how are you dealing with the issues of uh, roadblocks where we are finding it that all these uh, people who are money, uh, you have to leave some money so that you pass through. So those are the allegations. So how are you doing? We don't see anything being done to these police officers, but they are alone. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. So, uh, Assistant Commissioner, that question: uh, What are you doing? What, what's your commission? What's your uh, position on corruption? As asked, and also secondly, uh, the the other issue around uh, the roadblocks. Uh, f- first and foremost. The Commissioner General of Police, Commissioner General T.G. Matanga, has got a zero tolerance to corruption by any police officer. We've arrested the police officers, Larry. Some of the cases are before the courts, and this is on record. We have had police officers who have been dismissed, fired from work because of corruption. Then, uh, you know, we, we, we are away that people are conducting various studies. People are coming up with, you know, so many reports. But uh, it takes two to tango. You know, when we talk of corruption, there is the person who is giving, and then there is the person who is taking. And as we speak, uh, let me give an example. We've had a challenge in terms of fighting smuggling cases uh, along the country's points of entry and exit. And some of the transporters, they were alleging that police officers and members of security services were demanding bribes. You know what, Larry? We have uh, cooperated with these transporters and they deployed some teams, deployed some intelligence teams underground. And uh, we have arrested members of the security services, members of the police service who have been offered, for example, 2,000 rands. And the cases are before the courts. But surprisingly, you know, over the last two weeks, Larry, we have arrested members of the public. Only yesterday, we were talking about 23 people who were arrested along Aradablawa Road in Norton for offering bribes to police officers so that they can get away with crime. We have had the same scenario in Bedbridge. We have had the same scenario in Blawai. And this is on record. The, case, the specific cases can even be seen on our Twitter page. So we have said, we appreciate all the reports which are coming forward from members of the public. But we also want the public to be upright. We also want the public to contribute towards policing. They must not compromise the status of policing in the country. Where something is right, it is right. Where something is wrong, it is wrong. So if somebody commits an offense, please allow the law to take its course. Do not negotiate so that you pay a bribe. Okay, so let me get the next caller. You're on ZFM Stereo. What's your name and uh, what's your contribu- what do you want to ask? All right, my name is Notando. I would like, I actually kind of got a mouthful, but I'll try and condense it. All right, first of all, I'd like to ask the commissioner, um, can you please repeat the contacts at the end because we need to get them? And I personally think what he's saying is not true. I used to think that the police actually, they... They, they, they're actually doing their job, but over the weekend, I realized that I think what people are saying is true, but a problem, a serious one. And I think he's, the whole entire force, or he is being insincere about the truth of this matter. What happened over the weekend? I was shopping. I might say the location. I don't know if I should say the location or not. But I was shopping at a shop in 
in Greendale, I saw a Chinese national with a gun in the, uh, attached to his belt, a gun, and his gun. I go and report to the, the the shop security. They go to the supervisor. They let this guy go. From what I understand, firearms act either he should be withheld until the police come and verify his gun permit, or they should take his gun and then the police will come after and follow. So can you also please um, just clarify on the Firearms Act, was this Chinese national allowed to even have a gun? He's still like, I'm I was very upset because I tried to phone, I tried to phone Drogsville, they no answer. I tried to phone the general headquarters, no answer either. 700, 171, all the way up to nine. Kanamun, one. Gurodsview, no one answered. They're looking at the phone, the ring is not even attached. So this is why I'm saying, I think the police, he is not being very honest. He's not, they're very insincere. Can they please tell us why there's this problem of, they're just very nonchalant. Even when you went to Rhodesville, they're very nonchalant about the issue. What did you know about the firearms? I've just seen a man, Go into a shop with a gun on his uh, on his belt, his trousers belt, and the police are just very lackadaisical about this. It's like a not that kind of thing, and they're actually putting us on trial. To see what did you know about the firearms? So I think that there's a serious problem with the police, and they need to become serious because for the first time I think oh, that no, this is now becoming a dangerous country, and these police are not helping us at all. In our area, we also have. A wife of a police officer who is actually trading drugs. This is actually a known fact in the entire area. But nothing ever happens to her. So I'd like him to address these issues. You're saying we should phone you, but none of your phone your phones are even being answered. Sometimes they take off the ringer. So can you please be sincere and do something about the police? Because for the first time I felt that I don't think the police can protect me. I might have to get a gun myself because they seem very, very useless. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for, for contributing. So, yep. Uh, opportunity to answer that uh, firstly larry i want to apologize to the caller for that particular incident but in terms of the country's laws with a specific reference to the firearms act you know there are various reasons uh, through which people apply for the licensing of firearms for one to be allowed in possession of firearm so with the reference to this specific incident which has been alluded to i would request that the caller put information on this WhatsApp number 0712 You know, when, li- when a license for a firearm is given at the Central Firearm Registry, you know, some they say, I'm involved in a particular business. My business entails that I have to carry a firearm on a daily basis. Such persons are allowed to carry a firearm. Then we have got somebody who says, uh, I'm into farming. I need a firearm for crop protection. Then you have somebody who says, uh, I'm into, you know, a gun club or, you know, sporting activities. I need a firearm for that particular sport. So there are several situations which entail that somebody has to be licensed to have a firearm, including security companies. But the question but, is but more this specifically, this person's got a gun in their belt and they're walking into a shop. Kids around, there are all sorts of people that are there, and especially with reports coming from other countries that about how people just suddenly get shot in public. That is the concern. 
Yeah, on this particular incident, Larry, I need to find out what actually transpired, to be quite honest. But the conduct of the officers is totally, totally uncalled for. I want to condemn it uh, from the onset. We will find out. I will get in touch with the Commissioner Tembo, who is the officer commanding Arari province, and highlight this incident. That's why I'm saying I'm appealing to the caller to put information on the police WhatsApp number 0712 Or she can even request to speak to me. Once she puts information on this WhatsApp number, she can request to speak to me. I can assure the listeners I'll make a follow-up on this case. Okay, we'll get another uh, call, 0772-168-045, that's the number. Uh, you, you're live on ZFFs. It looks like we've lost that call. We'll try and get another one who's going to call, but we'll wait for another call. Okay, that one's coming through. You're live on ZFM Stereo. What's your name and what's your contribution? What do you want to ask the uh, Assistant Commissioner? Uh, hello, sir. We are talking to Shupika Iswanda. Okay, what do you want to ask? I want to ask a certain situation whereby you you miss your things to this and you find some and you don't get any assistance to get other things from the same people. And I made many reports and the police were not consistent. And how can you say if you find some of the stolen property and you are not compensated for the others which were not found? Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. Okay, so uh, that scenario, what's your response to that? This is a specific question, Larry, which I feel the caller should provide specific details. Then we make a follow-up with the concerned police station so that uh, we are able to assist the, the, the caller. Where we are able to provide advice, we provide advice, we need to find out was the person, the suspect, was the, was the suspect arrested or not? What was the real, real, real situation so that we're able to proffer advice in a way where we don't end up misleading the person? Okay, we'll get to our next caller, 0772 You're live on ZFM Stereo. What's your name, contribution, and uh, to the program? I'm TK. Please go ahead. But I hope um, uh, you have seen a video that has been circulating on social media of one of these buses doing 160 kilometers per hour on one of our roads. Did you get a chance to see this video? It went around this weekend and today on social media. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, uh, have you, have you, Assistant Commissioner? Have you seen it? Have you seen the video? Ah, uh, you know. On a daily basis, Larry, I get uh, so many videos. Like uh, we, we, we've had a bus which has, which has had an accident where people have been injured and we are currently conducting investigations. We've had, you know, I, I can't go through all the videos, but I'm appealing to... Oh, the so there's a video. Okay. That, so, uh, so, so let me just ask, let him ask the question. He just yes. wanted to know if you, if you had seen it. So there's a video that's shared on your social media page. Myself, I even said to the to say...
and public transport. And the police seem not to, one, not have the equipment to enforce that. And two, when a report is made with a video of such a nature where you can see the, the company of, of the, and you can see even the registration of the bus, can the commissioner do something about that to protect people's lives? Number, number two, uh, about uh, a couple of months ago, we had an incident where the police uh, sent to one of their trucks. Remember that truck that moves around with those men when English Tangama riot police. So it's usually sent to dispense people who are Umabia and whatever. And this truck was going around Arare. It's bigger, she got my fingers, watch half over, gallows, or wherever it is. But I'm not collecting my Kuma Patron, Joshka Panevanga, or public drinking, you collect a mari, you understand? And the guys would go in there and collect it. I was a witness to a police officer demanding $50 to one of the patrons. And we reported this matter uh, at uh, Highland Police. And and uh, what happened is, when we reported the matter, the police at Highlands were not willing to even talk to the people from that truck that, that, that police truck. In fact, they gave me trouble. So, why are you talking about it? You are told you are married. You understand? And they were not, and, and the report was never made. There was no report. Uh, I ended up making a report again at another central. And I mentioned that the, the officer who was in charge of that truck. And I, I made a report at another central. This has been almost six months. There has not been an investigation, I've not gotten feedback, and this is, I have videos and witnesses of police officers extorting people in their truck, and nothing has happened. Myself, I made the report at the Central Police Station. Okay, so uh, just, uh, I'm just going to ask the Assistant Commissioner to respond to that. I just want to get a few more calls in. Uh, thank you very much for calling. Uh, so there, the scenario that has been painted. Yeah, firstly about uh, the, the, the video of the bus. I request the caller to even put the information uh, on our WhatsApp number 0712-800-197 and I can assure him we will conduct investigations and ensure that the law takes its course. Then on the issue of, of, of police reaction group, I personally received a report uh, sometime last year, I think it should be four or five months ago, uh, about uh, the, 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 the illegal uh, manner the conduct which had been exhibited by some of these guys and i'm happy to tell listeners that the report was passed on to officer commanding Harare province commissioner tembo and we identified this group and the commissioner tembo promised to take action promised to take disciplinary action i'll find out with him what has happened to this action but that should not stop the caller again from getting in touch especially the fact that he knows a particular officer was demanding a US $50 bribe. That is totally, totally uncalled for. But also, still on this issue, Larry, I also want to plead with uh, the public. Please don't put yourself in situations where you end up contributing to corruption. You know, where you find people, they drink beer in places which are not authorized. Where you find people, they do some of these activities. Someone, you know, going through a red robot. After going through a red robot, someone wants to negotiate. Why do you want to negotiate? You have committed a crime account for your crime. 
So these are some of the issues which I want to plead with the Zimbabweans. Let us all contribute towards the policing. Let us all contribute, contribute towards, you know, being responsible citizens for our country so that the country can move forward. Because, you know, it does not augur well where you find that respectable people, they commit criminal acts, but they want to negotiate. At the end of the day, we end up talking of corruption. That's why I'm saying that we are now resorting to arresting not only the police officer or the, 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 the taker, we are also arresting the person who is also offering the bribe. Assistant Commissioner, the last question I'm going to ask you, I've got loads of questions that are coming in, but the question I want to ask is, uh, we've seen music shows being uh, interrupted by the police. Uh, what are the reasons? Uh, do we still have a curfew and what COVID-19 re regulations are still in effect? Right. Uh, thank you very much, Larry, for asking that very important question. Uh, the government has relaxed them COVID-19 regulations and the government has made it clear that uh, the curfew is now running from 12 midnight up to 0530 the following morning. And, you know, we get quite disturbed where you find that the government has authorized people to conduct their activities, say, from 8 a.m. up to about, say, 11.30 p.m. But you still find the people, they want to go beyond 12 midnight. And during that process, the curfew becomes valid. The curfew, you know, takes effect. So we are pleading with the public that COVID is real. Let's not wait for the police to, you know, arrest us, to comply with COVID regulations. You know, it's disturbing. Where we have had, you know, Larry, it's a fact. We have had robbery cases during curfew period because people are being followed while it's coming out of the, some of these joints. And uh, we also have had some, you know, musical performances where you find that uh, the organizers, they have not put in place adequate security measures where at the end of the day if something happens people they blame the police i want to thank uh, the organizer of the recent grand challenge because they worked close with the police we agreed on the specific times the function ended very well without any hassles that's what it should be you see we are not there to inconvenience the public we are there to ensure that whatever activity the people are undertaking the issue of security is prioritized. With that, I want to say thank you for joining me today and thank you and hopefully we can have you back in the studio. We've got loads of uh, phone calls and lots of um, WhatsApp messages coming in. They want to get involved and a lot of the issues are real and I know that people want to get involved. Just uh, to remind you, oh, if you want to get in touch with the police, the WhatsApp number is 0712-800-197. That's the National WhatsApp Hotline. So otherwise, take care of yourself and the people that you love. Uh, thank you very much to Assistant Commissioner Paul Ernyat, who's the National ZR peace spokesperson take care of yourself and the people that you love to say from where, where i come from my name is larry kiri rai asiru sasebenza take care of yourself